Well, I don't know how long I've had them. They were my first headset, so it's probably been longer than seven years now. It was my first headset, and they broke, and I'm like, ugh. So I got new headphones, yeah. and I'm not a big fan of them. Uh, what do we usually say? Welcome welcome to the, the Film Theorists. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Film Theorists, episode five. Or, yeah. Welcome to the Film Theorists, Chloe. And Steve. We got Steve. Yep, here. yep. And yeah. we've been gone for six months. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> People have given our <laughs> legions of fans have given up on us, but we're back. <laughs> yeah. So Chloe and I did two horror episodes in October, and then lots of things happened personally in our lives. That's not necessarily the reason why we haven't done it in six months, though. I'll be honest, because <laughs> I had I had two deaths in my family, but I still could have recorded it. It's just you know, yeah, but like that sucks. I don't know. But also, we were just like right. busy. I just felt like we just there just wasn't right. the time somehow. Exactly. I remember making a comment during one of our horror episodes, and you laughed, and I said, "I guess we could do maybe if if we do another episode before the end of the year, we could do now. Nah, we'll just do one next year." And you laughed, thinking <laughs> thinking there's no way we're not going to wait that long to do another episode. Well, <laughs> we waited until April. <laughs> oh yeah, what is this? It's we're recording right now, and it is April 10th. I don't know when I'll time. I'll definitely have time to edit this because April okay. like Easter breaks happening. Okay. Um, I just have to get a project done by Wednesday that I haven't started on. I don't know. Time time flies. Well, I'll just read this real quick. After almost six months, we're back. What happened to us? Life. Are you reading a script? Yes. Life and oh. and death. More on that later. That's what. We never said we were going to have a regular release schedule, but thank you for listening and finding us or sticking with us. That that was the intro that I had written. I like that you're reading it and not just like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I made it sound like it was, you know, maybe not not red. But yeah, I yeah, guess. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but what I want to say is I want to treat every episode now like it's going to be our last one. Honestly. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's been six months. So once again, we're going to go all out. Well, if we can get multiple, right. then we can have like a couple of episodes. Like, yeah, I think it will be because the, the, the six movies, really, there's three main movies that you're going to talk about that that are you consider your favorite comedies and, and definitely three of mine. And I know those movies backwards and forwards. In fact, I didn't even watch any of the three during the six months i watched little clips i watched little clips here and there i did rewatch young frankenstein take the money and run and or part of take the money and run young frankenstein i watched all the way through and um part of lost skeleton of cadaver but i didn't even watch airplane i didn't even watch monty python i've seen those movies so many times it's like you and your movies probably yeah i didn't really watch so, them i did watch most of yours <laughs> but basically a lot of personal stuff happened i mean my mom my mother died in august which was sad whenever your mother dies. I mean, you know, it's the one who raised you. We had a good relationship. You know, she she lived a long life. But then in in November, my twin brother, I have a twin brother. His name is Phil, Philip. I called him Schmerl. Honestly, I thought his name was Schmerl. I didn't know his name was Philip for like ever. Yeah, 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 because that's what I called him. But uh, he passed away. He was, you know, not taking care of himself health-wise. Um, what I put in here was like me, he never smoked, he never drank, and, but he, you know, he didn't exercise at all. And he didn't, he, he, he was, I'm heavy. I'm, I'm, I'm close to 300 pounds. I'm actually have lost weight now since my brother's death. I'm down to 280. I'm six, four though. So I'm tall, <laughs> 
but I'm trying to lose more weight. And, um, but he was well, well heavier than me. I, I don't even know the number, but, and basically he died in his sleep. You know, uh, mm-hmm. he lived in South Carolina in an apartment, um, for six years and he had a roommate, um, never married. Um, and it's kind of sad. I mean, you know, it's like, kind of, it's, I mean, like you I had mean, two you know, deaths in your family. I mean, it is, it is sad. Yeah. I, I, I just, I say, whenever I say kind <laughs> of, it's like, I'm trying to, you're trying to lighten it, but you're just like, yeah, my brother it. and my mother died. And you're like, Oh, it's, I know, I know. I can't, it's hard for me. And, and the way I deal with things is comedy. I mean, yeah, comedy is the best coping mechanism. I make jokes, which is why we're doing our comedy episode. We'll just say it like that. Even though this was planned prior to that happening. I mean, in the last year, I also have had, like, a bunch of really bad things happen consecutively. So comedy is just the way that um, we just have to cope with stuff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mentioned comedy to you. You know, we talked about comedy and your comment was comedy. It's kind of difficult for you. In other words, it it, it takes a lot for you to find something funny, I guess. I'm going to go ahead and start it out. I didn't find any of your movies funny. Yeah. Okay. So that's I want to get into that. That's interesting. So but but obviously I, I, I think I'm a very tough like comedy critic, but I consider myself to be very funny. So it just is. But it's also just a genre thing, too, like a style of comedy. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm not surprised. Well, when you told me that you didn't find Airplane funny, I had a feeling I had a feeling you weren't going to find any of my movies funny because <laughs> all six of my films, and we'll just say the top three that we're going to talk about. So for, for me, it's Airplane, Monty Python. No, Airplane came out in 1980, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which came out in 1975. And um, Take the Money and Run, which was Woody Allen's uh, first film in 1969. All three of those movies kind of share very similar things. And so we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get, we're going to talk about types of comedy and all that. And so yours, go ahead and say what your top three are. So you, you would say these are your top three comedies, right? What, what, what I'm... I, I would say, yeah. I noticed in your notes you added Bill and Ted's there. And I don't think I – did I include that? You had mentioned it to me. I, well, I think I put it as an honorable mention because yes, we, as yes. a family, we have talked about it so much because that movie's right. hilarious, but yes. it's not, it's so, it's definitely the closest thing that you would have. I think. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to actually mention that because it, it but, is, it's, it shares some of the same kind of things, but anyways, your, your top three comedies are. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I, you, if I were just to watch Bill and Ted's, I don't know if I would really like it, but I think because I've watched it with my family so many times, yeah. it's just built up that things so i guess that's reason anyways so my that's top fine. three comedies are definitely scott pilgrim versus the world right. from 2010 mm-hmm. um little miss sunshine from 2006 and easy a also from 2010 oh see now i i included the way way back i thought you you told me uh scott oh pilgrim. well the way way back is in my top five oh, okay <laughs> well, if we continue all top five oh. the way way back's there jojo rabbit yeah. yeah. So, the, well, the six that I had, so I, I, I had thought we would talk about Scott Pilgrim versus the World, The Way Way Back, and Easy, I mean, yeah, I, The Way Way Back, you Easy know what? A, yeah, <laughs> in, in detail, those three: Scott Pilgrim versus the World, 2010; uh, The Way Way Back, 2013; and Easy A, 2010. And then I mean, it's hard to rank them. Yeah, I, just, I know, I know. They're I just love them all so much. Okay, I was wondering about that. So you really don't? Would you would say? Would you say Scott Pilgrim versus the World is your number one comedy? That of all is time? my number one favorite okay. comedy of all okay. time. But it's interesting because Little Miss Sunshine I consider to be my favorite movie of all time. But I don't really laugh at that one as much as I do cry. So, oh, but I wow. do find yeah, it yeah, yeah. to be funny. 
they call it a tragic comedy. You know, that's how they build yeah. it. Yeah. So it's not yeah. high up on my comedy list, but, okay. or I mean, it is, but I don't know. Well, you're going to let the cat out of the bag. So basically, this, my my six films, so I'll we'll, we'll just go through them real quick. Airplane, Monty Python, Holy Grail, Take the Money and Run, which is Woody Allen, um, uh, Young Frankenstein, which is Mel Brooks, and then Lost Skeleton of Cadaver, which is the only movie in the last, say, 25 years that I even have in the list. And um, yeah. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Uh, I just forgot. Are you not looking at your notes? No. Spinal uh, Tap? And Spinal Tap, yeah. So those six, those are my six. And you, you watched all six of them, or not all six of them? I watched Airplane, Monty yeah. Python on the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. Take the Money and Run, yeah, part like little clips of Spinal Tap, okay, um, clips of the Lost Skeleton, and yeah. I just didn't even go to Young Frankenstein, honestly. Young Frankenstein, I do have yeah, it yeah. downloaded though, um, because I intended to watch it, but I. Yeah. Didn't. And so uh, those five movies that you watched even parts of, you 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 did not like. You didn't. That's okay. Oh God. Yeah. The, you didn't, right. The skele- you sent me clips of uh, the Lost Skeleton yeah. to watch. Yeah. yeah. And I did watch them, and no, I did not like them. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's fine. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, the six movies that are in that are your favorites, I would give all six of those movies a thumbs up. Now, now that doesn't mean I would give them a high thumbs up. But I enjoyed all of them. And I don't like all movies, as you know. Yeah. I've been accused of that. But, I mean, there's a lot of movies that I'm not a big fan of that lots of people love. You know, um, anyways, we, we won't get into that. But, we, oh, man, we so many things have happened in the last uh, six six months. So did you watch anything about the Oscars at all? Um, I did see parts of it. I looked at the red carpet moments because, you know, fun. But then I yeah. saw, you know... Uh, violence went down <laughs> like I saw some of the people who won awards oh, yeah. but I didn't tune in because I haven't seen any of the movies okay. that were nominated well I'm still a, a Oscars nerd even though I don't think hardly anyone cares about it anymore I still enjoy watching them yeah even though yeah some of the movies I, I it just seems like well ever since they went to 10 best potentially 10 best pictures that's kind of dumb it's like for years and years Chloe it was five movies that's all they ever nominated for best picture now, in the last, I don't know, 10 years, they've expanded it to potential of 10, which to me demeans the, the Best Picture Award. That's just my opinion. Um, but the one that won was um, Coda, which uh, you should see Coda. It was actually really good. And I forgot that I'd seen it when it won. I didn't realize what movie that was. And Jill, my wife, Jill, and I both watched it. And it's basically two deaf parents who have raised a hearing um, uh, daughter. So it's very interesting. Yeah, and uh, and Jane Campion, who, who directed Power of the Dog, so another female director, two years in a row, first time ever, two years in a row, a female won Best Director. That is awesome. Uh, Jane Campion, yeah. And I, I actually haven't seen, I saw parts of the movie. Jill watched it. I was sort of half watching it. <laughs> I need to watch Power of the Dog. I didn't watch it. My parents um, watched my, it. I didn't see it. Okay. Well, the reason, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of the things that are in, like, a lot of the newer things recently, because I have just been really either busy or i'm watching horror movies because i don't know right. I just, <laughs> you're still stuck on horror I've just developed yeah. a love and a yeah. comfort yeah. found in horror yeah. movies <laughs> right me too i mean me too that's that's my go- that's one of my go-to genres i i say i love comedy and and, and some of these comedies that we're about to talk about are in my top 10 films of all time but um 
well, lately, especially later in the last 20 years, uh, uh, there's been a lot more horror movies that I've enjoyed mm -hmm. versus com comedies. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, well, I consider a lot of horror movies to be comedies as well, especially anything about yeah, the slasher. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the slasher genre itself has become almost self-parody. Uh, it started kind of with Scream, but even before that, there was still, there was already slasher parodies in the 80s, you know? <laughs> But in, into the 90s with Wes Craven making Scream, yeah, he was parodying. And then and it seems like every slasher that comes out, there's some level of self-reflection, you know, self-parody. We know this is a genre you all have seen, so we're going to give you some tropes, so to speak, cliches. But that, it's ironic because you know, it's like it makes itself yeah. aware. Yeah, it's, I love that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the Oscars. Oh, and then, oh, yeah, and the, 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 oh, the other thing that happened in the Oscars is Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> oh, I heard now he was banned from any academy ceremonies for 10 years. Well, I thought it was forever, but then all of a sudden it was 10 years. It's just, you know what's funny is, I, do you like Will Smith as an actor in his movies um, and all that? I, yeah, I mean, I guess. I do. I do. He's I mean, I, I, I think, okay, yeah. that was not enthusiastic. I really, really like Will Smith. Um, I just, yeah, yeah. a lot of his movies just aren't the genre I really go to. Um, right, yeah. But. Yeah, he's done a lot. Well, King Richard was the one he won for, which he's playing. <laughs> I mean, some of the jokes in the Oscars were just so perfect. You know, it's like, we're trying to celebrate women here, right? We're trying to celebrate women. So, you know, Will Smith uh, is in a movie about two famous tennis players who are female, but the movie's about the father, <laughs> you know, they were, they were kind of poking fun of that, that, you know, it's like, well, you can't really, you're not celebrating the women so much. You're celebrating the man <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So he won for playing Richard, I guess is his name. I don't know why they called him King Richard. I, I don't know. It was, that's just what he came to be known as or whatever, but I didn't see the movie. I haven't but. either. Currently of him, I'm watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on HBO Max. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm on season two now, I think. Oh, Okay. We watch it. We watch it while we watch, while eat dinner. <laughs> You're so much better than me at doing the um, watching seasons at a time. I just, I just, I still don't do it. What do you mean? No, I mean being able to watch like you're currently on season two. It's like I can't, I can't say that about any show. There's Breaking Bad has been the only Breaking Bad is the only TV series that has been over three seasons that I've actually watched. Oh, like you, like you plan to continue to? Yeah, I just don't. I don't. Yeah, like, well, Walking Dead, you know, we talked about that. I've watched the first two seasons, I think, and then I just stopped. It's not because I didn't like it. I just, I can't watch eight, 18 seasons of a show. That makes sense. Well, I watched all of the seasons of The Walking Dead while they were airing when I was a child. Um, and then oh, okay. it got to the point yeah. where, I'm not even going to put a spoiler warning because it's like 10 years ago. Um, it yeah. was my 13th birthday, and it was a premiere party for season seven, and it, they killed the character Glenn. And I believe that was the moment that the show lost its sparkle and I stopped watching it. However, okay. um, this year I missed it. And I was like, I, cause they're airing their final season. I was like, I kind of miss it. I then rewatched right. all seven seasons. I was like, I'm going to power through wow. and then finish the whole show. No, I couldn't even do it. I got to the same episode and quit again. I don't know how you do that. Are you doing that while you're doing other things? Yes. I'm not just Are watching you... the walking dead again. I'm like, I did a lot yeah, of because... homework. <laughs> Right, because I know you got a life just like I do. I don't know how, so I just, uh, but it's hard for me to watch something. I have multiple computer it. monitors, and I like oh, set okay. up a yeah. But I, when I watch something, I want to watch it. You know, I can't. Well, I've already um, seen The Walking Dead. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're talking about shows that you've kind of already seen. You're just sort of half-watching them again. Yeah, yeah. that or, like, the same thing with reality TV shows when I was going insane. I watched 20 seasons of Survivor. I didn't actually watch Survivor. Survivor was just on and I was there. And I'd do it again. <laughs> yeah, you've told me that. You've watched all of Survivor. Well, there's actually much. 40 seasons. So I'm only halfway. Oh, you're only halfway. Well, they're, Yeah, they're doing season 40. My wife loves Survivor, and I watch it with I her. I love Survivor. I, I, it is so stupid. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah, reality it, because it's, it's just, it is dumb. It's so dumb. It's fun. Well, they call it reality, but yet it's really not it's in a not, way because it's just mind-numbing entertainment. I don't know. <laughs> framed, it's framed in a certain way, yeah, and it's edited and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, new Batman came so, out. Yeah, that's why I was just looking at the notes here. So, uh, well, Spider Man, which I still haven't seen the new Spider Man, but you love the new Spider Man, right? I love. Yeah, I haven't seen it, and I yeah. love a lot of superhero movies. But let's be real, a lot of them are the same. Um, right. But this one was also the same, but fun. So I don't. <laughs> I have this feeling. So maybe it'll surprise me. I have this feeling, though, if I go when I see the new Spider-Man, finally, I will like it, but I won't love it. I had so much fun watching it. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think I think you'll like it. Love. I don't know. I don't really know if you love any superhero movies, though, so. Well, I, I do because so the new Batman. I asked you if you if you liked it, and you said you you liked it, but you weren't super enthusiastic about the new Batman. My thing right? is, I like it, but it's kind of cringe. Like his whole "I'm darkness, I'm so emo, and I'm vengeance" is kind of like I just felt like some of the dialogue was a little bit much. Okay, yeah, he looked emo. I I think the dialogue was uh, he didn't say a whole lot. You know what I mean? There wasn't a. But I felt like what he did say was so... I just felt like it was too dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well, it was to me, it was the first Batman where people are complaining because, you know, they're so married to the original uh, concept of Batman. I'm not. And, and for me, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I like comic book stories. And I grew up with some comic books. I would go to the 7-Eleven or our, you know, handy food mart <laughs> down the street and I, I used to buy comic books, but not not to any large degree. But I do remember reading them and stuff, but never really being super into them. Mm -hmm. um, so so I enjoy that that style. Um, but yeah, for me, any kind of movie that takes something, uh, takes the source of something, and makes a movie out of it, I'm I'm definitely I never pretty much give it negative points for saying, oh, it didn't do it like the comic, unless the change that they made made it worse. Mm -hmm. uh, then I can, then I can understand, well, you should have just stuck with the way it was in the comic. You know, I can understand that, but just to imitate the comic is to me is just neutral. It's neither bad nor good for me. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, so, um, but I love the Batman. I thought it was great. Matt Reeves is just an awesome director. How he, uh, loved the soundtrack. Yeah. You know, the soundtrack. Well, it was the best, use of the of, of any nirvana song ever <laughs> um you know and sm smells like teen spirit has been in several movies but but they use that something in the way ah it's so weird you know that song is so weird you know, that's all that's like a lot of the song is he just sings that phrase for the, he's just groaning for a lot of the song i will say the cinematography and like the camera work was really nice um, yeah, he did a lot of where he's shooting through gla glass with water on it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of a lot of rain. You know, very, it was very. I'm taking a yeah, noir yeah. class this semester. It's very noir. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Film noir. There you go. Yep. Exactly. 
Um, well, we're slowly moving into what the main topic's going to be. But you, you, you also saw after Yang and X, which I have not seen yet. Yes, after Yang was beautiful, made me cry. Um, yeah. Not because it was sad, but just because it made you think on like the world. It was very mm -hmm. introspective and retrospective, and just like yeah, it just made you really analyze your day-to-day -day life type of thing. Um, okay. X, I did see in theater twice. <laughs> I went two oh, times really? to see it. Yeah, yeah, I went two different times to see it. Loved it both times. Hilarious, funny, cool. slasher. I, yeah, I need to see it. It is a very sexual movie, but it's done very yeah. well. Um, and I love the cast. They're all hot. I'm okay with that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, just give me something that's intense i mean you know it can step over the line if that's all it is but you know you you can have some of these real life things like sex in a movie and you know it, it can comment on it you know um but after yang is also a horror movie right no after yang oh, is oh you wouldn't call it that no not I, I heard I, I saw some people calling it that, but maybe it has some horror elements in it or not really. You would say no. I didn't consider it to be horror at oh, all. Okay. It was very it was very, very slow. Um okay. and very I don't know what you'd be thinking. I don't I need you to see it now because now I'm know. confused. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off. <laughs> maybe I think I, I think you're just hearing stuff. But like uh it was just right. very it was about like um a cyborg type of person trying to understand what humans find valuable okay so it's got a sci-fi element with the cyborg yes have you ever yeah. heard of the video okay. game called detroit become human no it's um it's, <laughs> no. it's essentially like a futuristic um i actually have a copy on my shelf right now i'm looking at it's uh you play as multiple cyborgs because it cuts to different storylines and you're like um trying to balance being a robot and maybe possibly okay. having consciousness so it's kind of yeah, it's a it's very cool. And um but okay. X is the in the seventies pornographers are going to go film on a location, but the location is okay. super weird and murdery. Both are A twenty four, sorry. Uh, one of the film podcasts I listen to, probably my number one favorite one, is called Film Spotting. It's two critics out of Chicago, kind of in the vein of Siskel and Ebert. Um, th these guys ha reviewed after Yang, and I have the episode downloaded, but I I didn't want to listen to it until I watched the movie. So yeah. I'm hoping after after Yang it comes available on a streaming soon. But, Hopefully, uh, have so. you seen? Are you going to see the new Morbius? I I kind of want to, yeah, because again, it's it's it looks dark, you know, it's superheroish, <laughs> but dark dark, which I like, you know. I am not, or maybe I will. Um, it looks, in my opinion, terrible. <laughs> Oh, all right. Okay, maybe it, it is. Looks, yeah, I don't know. I also cannot stand Jared Leto as an actor or a person. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and I, I can let that be known he, because I think he's super weird. And I do not like his style. <laughs> isn't he one of the many people that have played Joker? Actually, he played the worst Joker there ever was. So in my opinion, he, <laughs> okay, plays, he plays somebody in the worst <laughs> DC movie ever made and somebody in the worst Marvel movie ever made. But I haven't seen Morbius yet, so I cannot decide. But just based on the trailer, I'd call it the worst. Yeah, not the James Gunn Suicide Squad, but the I forget who the First director one, was of the that garbage one, whatever one. it was. Yeah, which I liked more than you, I guess. Um, I I really I think it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I I I enjoyed. Yeah, there was a lot uh, toward the end. It got really bad, but I really enjoyed. Um, what's her name? Um, Margot Robbie. Uh, I, 
Margot Robbie. She's just her personality. That yes, I will agree that Margot Robbie and Will Smith as a uh, what was his name? Deadshot, I think. Oh yeah, I forgot Will Smith was in. I it. think them two stole the show, and Margot Robbie. Like I went on to see her in her Birds of Prey, and I think she does a really, really great um, Harley Quinn. But Suicide Squad as yeah. a whole was bad. But she, in, as an individual character, yeah. uh, was good. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, we can move on to our main subject, I guess, if you want to. transition noise. (laughs) There you go. So, I always like to start out with, what is comedy? So I don't know, Steve. Well, how would you, to me, comedy is way easier to define than horror. That's just my opinion. I've never actually really thought about it, I guess. Yeah, you know what? And and that's clear to me that you haven't thought about it. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because. My movies are dark. (laughs) To me, first of all, comedy, obviously, anything comic or comedy, the point of it is to make you laugh. Now, that doesn't mean it's successful, but um, to me, that's the clear definition of comedy is something that ha- is funny, has jokes. Now, that doesn't mean it, it, it makes you laugh, so it, it could be unsuccessful, as opposed to horror, right? So horror, we tried to define it as, well, it's a movie that scares you, but that's such a simplistic, to me, definition of um Horror. And at that time, I had said I'd never been scared by anything except for Requiem yeah. for a Dream, which is not even a horror movie. But right. I have now discovered that true crime documentaries are the only form of scary cinema that I can find. Okay, yeah. But to me, that's just one aspect of horror. Whereas with comedy, there are subgenres of comedy. But to me, it's a pure, it's a more, uh, this is my opinion, it's a more pure genre that you say if it's a comedy, that essentially means it has funny things in it. That's all it is. That's the only definition of comedy. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I think, yeah, because it can be a dark movie, but as long as it has funny parts, I'll consider it a comedy. Well, okay, but now when you're when you're bringing in dark stuff, that that doesn't necessarily mean that the movie's main intention is comedy. I mean, like darker themes or darker moods, which because I'm just more, I don't know, like a, uh, I just I don't watch. What would you consider? I guess it's slapstick is what you like, is it? Uh, that's just like that's probably one fiftieth of what I like. But yes, I do like well done slapstick. I would have considered multiple the- of the movies I watched of yours to be more slapstick well slapstick i'd say is about you know like i say maybe one tenth of the jokes in other words slapstick meaning uh, there's violence that the, the definition of flat slapstick is where violence is happens in some form but but it's it's offset because you know the person isn't really being hurt maybe they really are you know we don't know how the actors you know behind the scenes because it appears someone has fallen or it gets hit or you know, and because that's the original definition, I guess a slapstick literally goes back to the vaudeville days when someone would come out with a club and hit someone or slap someone literally, you know, and that's supposed to be funny. Yeah, and the reason right. it's funny. Like, is- now it's devolved more into just like, I think people use it wrong. Like I'm now thinking like, I just use that incorrectly now because i'm trying to think of what the name of the genre would be for like something like airplane it's just so dumb well the ultimate slapstick comedy series right now that they've made several movies now is jackass jackass <laughs> is pure pure slapstick like like oh, you saw that didn't you 
I did not. Oh. I did not see. Oh, but I was going to make a joke about Will Smith. I was saying <laughs> I feel like Will Smith should star in the next Jackass movie because he's basically the biggest one there is right now. I'm just being funny. I just <laughs> the I fact mean, that he got he up did on make stage, an ass of himself. Um, slap. But yeah, Jackass. Jackass is sort of the uh, you know they've made like three or four movies now. I think I've never seen the latest one. Is... But there also was a TV show though I... for however many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's pure slapstick, meaning literally, but so, you know, it, it, it kind of goes over the line. Like to me, literally, you can tell these guys are being hurt. Now they're good stuntmen and they're able to um, not be killed, you know, or be seriously injured. But I know Steve-O and some of the guys in Jackass have been seriously injured because they do these over-the-top stunts, like being shot out of a cannon, you know, having live animals uh you know, cover themselves in honey and have a bear come at them. I mean, they're literally doing dangerous, dangerous things, which to me is not as funny. You know what I mean? That's I don't know. Like, How do you feel? I don't know. I've never seen Jackass, but that to me just okay. seems kind of more, I don't know, just stressful, just stressful and dumb. Yeah, yeah stressful. Exactly. Stressful. Yeah. Like I find the, the, the setup's funny, but when it actually executes, the few jackass things I've seen, I, I, I'm not laughing as much because you know the guy is really getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, like the concept of oh, what if we did this? Like, yeah, but don't actually do it. <laughs> it's like... Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you and I probably would would agree on that. You know, um, but uh, there, uh, there's friends of mine at work that love you know uh, the jackass movies, and I, I like like the ideas of in them. Maybe I'll watch a couple. I'll let you know. To, yeah, but you know. <laughs> But anyways, that's slap, so slapstick to me is is that, but not to where they're literally getting hurt, and that's why it's funny because you know immediately the person's not really being hurt. It's just funny because of the appearance of someone being hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean my favorite phenomenon we learned about in one of my film classes was whenever comedy movies mm -hmm. became more of a thing, the funniest thing anybody could do would be to shove a pie in someone's face. Um, yes, the pie, the whole pie thing. The whole yeah. pie thing. Yeah, and then there was a pie scene yeah. in every movie there for a while because right. it was just it the trendy. funniest thing you could do was have a pie thrown at you. And I'm like, what are we doing? What? Exactly. <laughs> it became trendy. Yeah, in, in many movies in the 30s and 40s, the what they call the screwball comedies, where basically there's a scene where it's just total mayhem. You know, there's a bunch of people running around doing crazy things. And that's slapstick. Yeah. So, um, but, um, so... But but in general, what kind of things make you laugh? Like what types of jokes? There usually have to be. I really laugh more at deadpan stuff, uh, satire. Yeah, me too. Um, Self-deprecating okay. yep. stuff. Me too. Anything yep. like that, more yep. like less physical comedy. More, it's how it's delivered in the words. Yeah. See, and that's like puns. So I, I list some things in here. Um, Puns and wordplay, like when 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 a play on words is made, mm. you know, and and a lot of that is in the delivery. So for me, airplane has so much of that. <laughs> Do you want to hear my favorite joke ever? What? Yeah. What's your favorite joke? It goes. What's the best part of a joke? Timing. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh because yeah, you're commenting on the timing. Yeah, it's funny. That's a pun. You're making. That's no my favorite joke ever. Well, uh, one of my sisters, uh, someone she plays like music that. with, told that to me. That's funny. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Or you, or you can do the knock-knock joke where you go, okay, I got a knock-knock joke. Okay, you start. Knock-knock. Who's there? 
And then you just sit there. You just sit there because you didn't know you were going to start the I joke. Yeah. I don't have that's my that's my favorite knock knock joke. Oh, <laughs> where you have the other you have the other person start it, and then they just sit there like, well, well I don't. Know. This wasn't that's my joke. I <laughs> You know, the, the classic knock-knock joke. Well, right? that got yeah. me because I really was. I really was like, what's Yeah, there you go. You fell for it. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> knock-knock joke where you, you tell the other person to start. Yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, it sounds like, you know, what's funny is, Chloe, it sounds like a lot of the same kind of humor we share, like what's funny. But then it, it does come down to de- to delivery, timing, you know. Uh, in some cases, I've noticed humor is um, you have to know something. In other words... Especially if it's making a reference to something, right? You know, I found interesting. Yeah. The best part about watching your movies was that it did fulfill a lot of the open-ended references I've acquired along the way. Like, lots of things in okay. The Office or Parks and Rec or New Girl. They mention things or Friends or uh, Big Bang Theory. They have quotes or, or little things that throw back to the movies I watched that were kind of like, oh, that's where that's from originally. Wait, are you saying that the newer shows are referencing Airplane? Um, well, like, for example, the one that came to mind while watching was there's a part in Friends where Joey is, I don't know, Chandler says something like, crazy man deranged eats own foot. And then I oh. was watching Airplane and then said, like, pilot something <laughs> eats own arm. And I was like, oh, my God. It, no, no, it's. It, okay, so I know okay, that well, reference. So yes, friend, <laughs> listen, Friends is literally referencing Airplane, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So that that's so Airplane has a series. Oh, there's so many jokes, but but I'll, it's just I, little I things like that that are just like yeah. I'm like, oh, that's where that's from. I couldn't think of anything. There are so many from The Office that I felt like, especially from, yeah. uh, like it's just a flesh wound from Monty Python. It's so many things like that I've go. heard before, okay. and I was yeah, like, yeah. oh. Exactly. I hadn't heard, I hadn't seen that. That's where that's from. That's kind of cool. So you're, you're, yeah, you, some of these things that have become part of the lexicon of, of comedies today. I know, but I didn't are, know. You didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Monty Python was the first one when his arm gets, the Black Knight's arm gets cut off. That was the best part. And he's like, and he's like you got no, you only got one arm. And he's like, it's just a flesh wound. That was the first time that's ever been said. And it's hilarious. To me, that scene was hilarious. That, honestly, out of all of the ones I watched for you, Monty Python was the best, um, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I did laugh right. a couple of times at that one. And it was the flesh wound. And then when he had no limbs left, he was like, fine, it's a draw. And I was like, all right, you got me there. Yeah, yeah, he still wasn't going to concede. He wasn't going to concede and say he lost. He simply wanted to call it a tie. It was I so mean, ridiculous and so out there that exactly. even I was like, all right, this one's, I kinda, exactly. I'm kind of giggling right now. <laughs> yeah, that gets into what uh, the avant-garde, or I guess you call it surreal, surrealism, uh, uh, essentially. But black humor, too, which that doesn't mean African-American. Black humor, you know, the term black humor means dark. It means very super dark you know, uh, joking about violence, death, suicide, all these kind of things, which you're not supposed to joke about. Yeah. I love the things you're not supposed to joke about. It just makes it better. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. Cause you, Chloe, you and I do seem to agree on styles of humor that we find funny yet. You're saying you didn't really enjoy any of my movies. I know. And it, it boils down to, I think delivery and the, yeah. the style of acting. Probably true. Yeah, yeah. Or direction, in, even. Important. Well, let me ask you this. So um, so we talked a little bit about that. So it sounds like uh, you and I kind of share similar 
styles, but then, yeah, there's delivery and all that kind of stuff. But um, what's the earliest things as a kid that you remember finding funny? Like, did you watch cartoons? Um, Scooby-Doo. 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 Loved Scooby-Doo. It was hilarious. Um, And the Wiggles, obviously. (laughs) The Wiggles. Yeah. (laughs) Captain Feathersword. The Laugh Riot. Okay. Yeah, see, and of course, I'm older, so I... I, We had a feather uh, for a sword. Come on now. Oh, that's funny. Captain Feathersword. (laughs) Um, but okay, in terms of movies, though, like so, when you, when you started to get a little older, what what kind of comedy movies did you I gravitate toward, or whatever? Just so many um, Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> so, okay, so many. Now, did you um, did you enjoy did you enjoy real. most of that Adam Sandler movies that you watched? Did you, you found them funny, and do you still and do you still find them funny? Um, when I was little. Yes, I have rewatched them, and I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, you'll you'll find that that's that's same with me. Like, uh, there's some movies that I, when I was very little, uh, but once I got to be about 15 or 16, well, I saw Airplane at 16 years old, and to be honest, I loved that movie at 16 and didn't even understand a lot of the jokes, but still loved it. So you can imagine, I love that movie even more now because. I understand just about every, I do, I understand every single reference in that movie. There are so many references and, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to, to me, you don't have to understand all the references to find it funny. Cause I did not I didn't find, I didn't understand all the references they were making. We'll, we'll get through. On the flip side, I understood most of them and I did not find it funny. Uh, I bet you there was a lot you didn't, unless you knew older films, because they they definitely spoofed, literally spoofed certain older films. They uh, they had spoofed. Luckily for me, a lot of the intro classes they put clips of famous old films, and a lot of them are like the most okay. well known, whatever. So yeah. I've seen well, a Saturday, lot of the the main yeah. bits, stuff like that. Okay, okay, like Saturday Night Fever. You 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 know that one, right? With John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Where in, in Airplane, there's a whole sequence where they're spoofing Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's that. dancing with him. He's dancing with him. And then that obviously there was the moment when I paused it and I texted you. I was like, do I really have to watch this whole movie? And you said yes. <laughs> yeah, to me, that scene is funny, but it's not It's not upper echelon airplane jokes. We'll get into We'll get into what I consider the top 10 maybe airplane sequences in, in the movie. But let me ask you this. Like, did you have you ever watched The Three Stooges? Um, I have seen parts, but mostly that I know from it is references in that 70s show. Oh, okay. But you, you never actually, uh, I mean, I guess it's hard to kind of. I've never seen the original, no, just clips. Yeah, because they, they made a bunch of short films. I think they made some longer films, but they had a bunch of short films. Oh, that, those used to be on all the time. I guess Saturday, I guess on the weekends, I used to watch The Three Stooges all the time. It's something like, obviously in reruns, because I'm, I'm too too young to have seen any of The Three Stooges stuff when it first, I mean, they started in the 30s, I think. Dang. 30s, 40s, 50s. You know, they were getting really old and still hitting each other on the head. You know, they were in their 60s. Did they do the pie thing? I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had pie scenes. Yep, for sure. And then, um, well, even older than The Three Stooges was a comedy team called Laurel and Hardy. Do you even know that team? No, I've actually never heard of that. Laurel and Hardy, yeah, they they predate even the Three Stooges. It's a comedy team: Stan, Laurel, Oliver, Hardy. Did they do stand up, or was it? No, no, it was uh, skets. Well, they they started in vaudeville, so they actually did live theater comedy before you know, basically before movies kind of took off, you know. And then when movies took off, they were I guess they might have made some silent films, but they definitely made then uh, sound movies in the '30s, short films. It was all you know, um, kind of Charlie Chaplinish, you know, Buster mm-hmm. Keaton, where there was. 
there was some uh, slapstick and stuff, but just funny situations that they would get each other in. And, you know, they were, they were buddies, but you know, there was, I mean, maybe you could read into some of these male duo comedy duos and, and do a, uh, a, 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 you know, kind of a gay film theory <laughs> on some of this kind of stuff. <laughs> and that would be interesting to look at some of that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, Laurel and Hardy was, was uh, old, but I used to watch Laurel and Hardy stuff and reruns. Three Stooges. And then The Little Rascals. Do you know who The Little Rascals are? They've made some newer movies with newer actors. I definitely Rascals. feel like I saw one when I was a kid. Well, Buckwheat uh, 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 was, I know the, he name. was the, the black kid. And then, uh, yeah, Alfalfa, his hair stuck up. Okay, now I know who you're talking and, about. Uh, there was a girl and, they, and, and you know, a couple different girls. It was mostly boys, but they had... Uh, you know, they had all these different, they were kids. It was basically a group of kids that used to get into mischief and stuff. They originally started out as a, something called Our Gang, and then they changed to the Little Rascals, I guess, when they when movies became sound. And they, they used to do shorts. There was a lot of shorts, you know, back then. Like they would run potentially a, a Three Stooges or Little Rascals short in the movie theater prior to the main movie you'd see. I, I'm Again, I'm too young to have experienced that but i just know from film history they used to do that kind of stuff and then the other big one i wanted to ask you about again uh two male a male comedy duo abbott and costello do you know abbott and costello at all the names i have heard okay you you probably would enjoy some of their stuff even though it's it's a bit dated but it's still to me it still holds up it's funny they made well their famous routine was who's on first you know who's okay yeah that's yeah (laughs) Yeah, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Bud Abbott was the taller, thinner guy. They always seem to have the taller, thinner, and the chubbier, shorter guy. That's just the, the dy- dynamic for any of these comedy duos, you know. And um, the famous who's on first, which is, to me, it's surrealism because who is not a person's name? What is not a person's name? You know what I mean? Yeah. But they made this whole routine out of the guy's name is who, you know, the play on words. That was in know. Airplane, too. Yes. So, so that's the guys who did airplane, David Zucker, Jerry Zucker, Jim Abrahams loved Abbott and Costello. You know, tell. they loved, yeah, they loved their writing style and, and their surrealism, so to speak. So they would work some of those routines that type their own version of it into their movies. Um, all right. So, so other than captain, was it feather sword? <laughs> <laughs> and what about captain underpants? Wasn't that one too? Um, I actually did read um, all of the Captain Underpants books when I was a kid. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I loved funny. that the kind of crude he when he was just in his underpants, man. It was hilarious. He was also yeah. a school principal. Yeah, and that that's that's kind of like the bathroom humor. You know, uh, uh, we'll we'll get into the types of humor, but that I mean, I'll laugh at a fart joke any day. Yeah, exactly. That's what I yeah. That's what I always say too. So now I just scrolled to page two of our of our notes. The six films that uh, I want to talk about, and we'll go back and forth between one of your favorites and one of my favorites. So the six films that are your favorites are Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, 2010, Easy A, 2010, The Way Way Back, 2014, Little Miss Sunshine, 2006, Jojo Rabbit, 2019, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 1989, which you're not sure that you would like that now right yourself like if i were just if i if i hadn't seen it when i was a kid and i'm so attached yeah. to it I, I if i were right. just to watch it 
I'm not really yeah. sure if it would be my style anymore, but because I'm so connected to it, it's just, it's gotta be, it's gotta be there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and all of those movies, those six movies, I just said, the only one that I had seen prior to, you know, us preparing for this episode was, um, well, actually two little miss sunshine, which I loved. And I saw that. <laughs> did I see that? I don't remember if I saw that in the theater. I think I did see it in the theater. I don't remember. But I, I definitely saw it at home. And then uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Those are only two. So the other four, um, I had never seen. So I watched them all and I enjoyed all of them. But uh, what's interesting to me is I would call I would call Easy A definitely the way, way back. I would call both of those more dramedies, meaning they're dramas, but comedies. You know, there's definitely a combination of drama and comedy going on, which seems your wheelhouse, you know. Yeah. Yes. Those two, anyway. But I also think that as long as it ends, like in on the up and up, you know, it makes you feel what good you in the end. Oh, really? You have to have that. Oh, because it's a comedy. Because that it's a comedy. Like for for like for like even Jojo uh, Rabbit about it's about war, but it still ends kind of on a sweet little. And so you're kind of crying through the tears, or you're laughing through the tears, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, like it's good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We'll get into Jojo Rabbit, too, because I, okay, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Of the four films, or, I'm sorry, of your six films, Scott Pilgrim, Easy A, Way, Way Back, Little Miss Sunshine, Jojo Rabbit, Bill and Ted's Adventure, I would say clearly my, and it's it's the newest one, clearly the best film of those six is Jojo Rabbit. I love Jojo Rabbit. Oh, God, it's amazing. I own it on Blu-ray. Actually, I have two copies of it, but that's an accident. Yeah, that movie was, It's. I'd say it's the best World War II comedy for me. Outside of Life is Beautiful, which um, you should watch Life is Beautiful because that's another one that's very dark. I have a copy of it, actually. Life is Beautiful with, um, uh, what's the guy? It's an Italian guy. He he basically, it was, it was his year at the Oscars. He won everything. He won Best yeah, Actor. I don't know what his name is, but I know Best the face. Picture. Yeah, Italian. Uh, I got his name, I think, later in my notes. <laughs> All right, so Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World, co-written and directed by Edgar Wright, based on the graphic novel by Brian Lee O'Malley. Why is Scott Pilgrim versus the World your favorite comedy of all time? Oh, it just—I <laughs> mean, literally everything about it. Yeah. Just I—I I hadn't read the books before I had watched it, um, and so I saw it and just instantly, um it starts throwing in little video game like elements and comic book like right. elements. So almost it was, it wasn't quite, but almost felt like a mixed media movie. Um, yeah. But, and then it just was so weird without explanation. Right. Which I love I because that's not very common, especially for it to be done as well as it was. Yeah. Um, and well, it's an all, it's an all-star cast, but they weren't really all-stars. Not at the time. The yeah. Came. And not at the time, but so like, many at the of time, these. Went Plaza on. hadn't been anything really. Like right. Chris Evans is in it, but he was only in Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um Michael Sarah was he had done Arrested Development, I think. Um Yeah. And like But he went on to a bunch of movies, yeah. Yeah. The cast, the entire cast, now that I've so I hadn't seen it. It came out in two thousand ten. Okay, yeah. When did you see it first? What what year? I it was twenty twenty. And it, oh. was, it was April of 2020, or maybe it was April of 2019. It was one of those. 
and oh, okay. um, was the first time so I just saw in the, it. In the last two or three years then? Okay. Just recent. Yeah, I saw it oh, wow. and I instantly loved it. I watched your, it two times in one day. It was the first time I saw it. It went to your number one. Well, you, you said potentially uh, Little Miss Sunshine is your... Well, Little Miss Sunshine is what I say when somebody asks me what my favorite movie is. It's Little Miss Sunshine is what rolls off the tongue because okay. I just, right. I'm confident in my loving yeah, of yeah. that movie. Uh, but I saw this movie two times in one day, first time I ever saw it. Uh, also, the soundtrack, I'm not even one who loves soundtracks, but I actually have this one downloaded on Spotify and I listen to it regularly because um, it's just very yeah. uh, like grungy rock, kind of right. yeah. offbeat the songs- and weird, which is my favorite type of genre. Yeah, the songs in it are great. So do you know who – I listened to a YouTube interview with Edgar Wright who we talked about. I saw that when music. that came out, yeah. Yeah, so when do you know who, who wrote the song? Beck, yeah, do you know who Beck is? So um, only from my dad. He really likes Beck. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm a loser, baby, so yeah. why don't you kill me? That's his big yeah, song. Yeah, my dad, it's on his playlists, yeah. Yeah, I like Beck. It, it, it's a little uh, – um, I don't know, it's – He's not real straightforward, hard rock, though. He's got hip-hop elements in his music and stuff. So it's not completely in my wheelhouse, but I do like Beck. He's obviously very talented. Mm-hmm. And he can write punk rock, essentially alt, alt, alternative punk rock, which is what... The, I uh, the, love almost what, like every single song on that soundtrack. I'm like, this is so yeah. good. Um, okay, and as, say, honestly, as the yeah. soundtrack goes, like as the years have gone by, it's gotten longer because they keep re-releasing stuff and they keep doing new, like they, in the beginning, Brie Larson's version of Metric's uh, Black Sheep wasn't on the original right. soundtrack. They just had Metric's, but just last year they added it. So it's being updated. Oh, okay. Last year they re-released the movie in theaters, but it wasn't anywhere near me, so... Because uh, the reason for that being is because in 2010, when the movie released, um, it tanked. Nobody really liked it. Right. I saw that. Everybody was like, this is weird. They don't get it. It just, it was, in my opinion, it was way ahead of its time. Even though 2010, 2010, you're like, come on, get with it. But it just wasn't, it just wasn't uh, the vibe of the masses. The first Iron Man had been out. I don't know if Iron Man 2 had been out. Of course, The Dark Knight, but that was a totally different Chris Nolan. I mean, the the style of comic book fantasy really wasn't uh, popular yet. And it's a very niche, like, it's a very yeah. niche style. Like, I mentioned things that make it a great movie, but, like, the reason why it's so right. funny to me also is, is because the casting was so, so perfect. The way they yeah. delivered, like, the way Michael Sarah just talks is just funny. Instantly, right. if Michael Sarah's in something, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, he, he's very, like, <laughs> just, like, nerdy, double. He doesn't know what so to say. He's so weird. He's so weird. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Yeah. And, we were talking uh, about weirdness. He and Aubrey Plaza actually dated for a little bit after that movie. And I can just, yeah. they were so weird just together. Because Aubrey Plaza is one of yeah. the weirdest females in Hollywood. <laughs> There's a lot of weird kind of lines in the movie, like, um, well, even Edgar Wright pointed out, he says one of the moments that he la- he still laughs when he sees his own movie is when Michael Sarah says, oh, the girl from before. Girl from earlier. Girl from earlier. Because he sees one of the, one of the evil exes and then doesn't know. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny too because it's like it's like identifying with the audience who's maybe half paying attention to the movie and saying, "Oh yeah, that girl from earlier," <laughs> but he's in the movie. Ooh, I'm getting a tattoo in May, um, and yeah. it'll be a panel from the Scott Pilgrim uh, 
uh, oh, wow. comic book. Uh, but oh, wow. the the actual movie has so many lines that I adore. There's like where he's like, if yeah. I peed my pants, would you pretend if I just got wet from the rain? She's like, it's not raining. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Well, and the whole the whole deal when uh, the uh, vegan the vegan police that is so that's so insane and it's so ridiculous, but it's yeah. so funny and it doesn't make any sense. But it's like, yeah. Well, the, the one what what was his name uh, who played uh, was it Chris Evans Lucas Lee right? Uh, that, no, Chris Evans plays no. Lucas Lee, but Todd it's Todd. Uh, oh, okay. He didn't even know what vegan was because he didn't realize certain things were vegan. Well, I think yes. he did. I think he did know, oh. but I'm pretty sure he oh, was trying lying. To, so after we watched it so many times, he's yeah. like, "What? Yeah. Chicken's not vegan." He was. Oh, well, he yeah. knew. Well, he that. was just like caught. Well, that. But I mean, didn't he say there was something else? And they said, "Well, that's eggs or whatever." Or I don't know. Anyways, he was just continuing to lie. Yeah. Um. So no more vegan powers. But it's just the most ridiculous, fun yeah. time movie. But I really am sad that it tanked when it released. But people then just weren't ready for it, and now it has a really. Yeah small actually has a very large cult following so after i watched the movie i then bought the comic books i own all of the graphic novels oh cool um, yeah and what yeah. i love though is because i wanted more scott pilgrim content and i can say confidently that the adaptation is perfect you get what you want uh and okay. the comic books do have more in the later books because you know they yeah. weren't even out yet when this movie was happening so yeah, there's so many little subtle things in it, which I don't even know if you know. Okay, I, I, do you know this that the the guitarist singer? Okay, what the, the character played by Mark Weber? For first of all, say the name of the band. What's the name of the band? It's pretty funny. Um, they are called Sex Bobom, and Kimberly <laughs> Pine goes, "We are." She's the drummer. She goes, "We are Wait, Sex Bobom." People people aren't getting that. Say it slow. Sex Bobom. Is isn't it Sex Bob Bomb or no? Ba -bomb, Maybe I forgot it. Bob Bomb. It's so like in Mario, there's the Bob bombs. Um, Bob bombs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even get that reference. So that's what it's referencing is Mario. Um, well, in video games in general, there are bo just bombs, and they're just but specifically Mario had Bob bombs, and they. Oh, see, I, I was know, stupid. Sex, I didn't even... sex Bob bomb. Well, I don't think you're stupid. You just don't know. Did you play? Yeah, I didn't know. How much well, did you play? Now I'll and not hard not enough. <laughs> so well, let me reverse it on you. If you go in the comic books, like you can see, or no. even in the movie, you can see their logo is a bob bomb from Mario. Okay, see, I don't even understand that. But let me reverse it on you. So, um, uh, hold on. Um, so the name of the character Mark that Mark Weber plays, the guitarist singer of Sex Bob Bomb. What's his name? Uh, Do you remember the name? That's a joke. That the, Mark his Weber, name is a he joke. He plays Stephen Stills. Who is Stephen Stills? He's a guitar player. It's a, no, he's a famous rock musician. Did you know that? Oh well, I mean, like Cros I mean, Yeah. Hold on, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. The Stills is a guy named Stephen Stills. It's just a joke that I guess uh, it was that in the original Brian Lee O'Malley comic. Um, Stephen Stills. Yeah, all the or characters. Was that all the characters are there. However, Stephen yeah. Stills. In the comic book is gay. No, but I'm just making so you didn't even know that. So to me, no, that's just that's just a side note, right? To me, that was hilarious that he's using an obscure rock musician. Well, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, but no one really knows Stephen Stills of of the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Stephen Stills is probably the least popular. 
And so they used that name for, for the guitar singer of Sex Bob-omb. I just, that was funny to me. That's, that's the way, to me, that's the way the airplane guys think in making references. I'm bringing it back to airplane. To put an obscure reference like that, to me, that was, it was like that joke was speaking to me. The fact that he called him Stephen Stills. Anyways, <laughs> I just was, and it didn't even matter, but it was, this was funny. But um, there are just, this is just also something weird that I just find, I don't know, this is really bizarre. In the very last book, there's a panel where there's a moment where um, Knives, the character Knives and um, Kim Pine, they like get together. Yeah. Which I'm just oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they Kim Kim and Knives have a romantic thing in the comics, which they don't ever do in oh. the movie. Which I find interesting because yet again, um, Kim, uh, no Knives is underage. <laughs> yeah, you know there, there is an awkwardness in that opening scene. I was going to talk about that when well, <laughs> and it's it, it's it's kind of uh, it, it's it's pointing out. That someone over the age of 18. Scott Pilgrim is 22 and he's a 17-year-old. Yeah, should not be with someone under the age of 18. But then they immediately say, so are, are you doing it? No, we're just, you know, holding hands. So there's that, like what you would, some people would call that, that's real cringy to joke about that. To me, it oh, was funny because. it toe the line. I mean, the same goes for yeah, like, yeah. If the was, office. If the office were aired today it would be canceled because a lot of those jokes were really like the episode gay witch hunt. Oh my, it's so offensive to gay people, but it's hilarious. Um, I didn't really say it. And as a gay person, I'm, you say that, but the thing is like, um, the thing about Scott Pilgrim is that he's not the hero of the story. Um, Scott Pilgrim sucks. You don't like Scott. You're not meant to like Scott. He's a sucky boyfriend. He's a shitty guy. And he right. treats people like objects, um, and he only ever thinks about himself. He's selfish, and you're not meant to like him. He, right? Yeah, but but you know the way the way Michael Sarah plays it, though you still like him. Well, you, like you him. still like him because he's funny. I'm talking about in the grand yeah. scheme of things, like like Scott yeah, yeah. is not the good guy in this scenario. He just is having right. to battle crazy dudes because. <laughs> yeah, he's having to react. He's not really. <laughs> yeah. Taking charge of his life. I mean, Other Ramona's people not good either. Ramona's just that manic right. pixie dream girl that yeah. is, you know, very eternal sunshine and spotless mind. <laughs> right. But Edgar, let's talk about Edgar Wright's style, though. It's so crazy. Like that oh. opening scene with the band and <laughs> this is the, the cuts and the, uh, anytime there's an impact, he puts the cartoon uh, explosions type Blam. sound. Pow. Right. Or, Sound effects, or when a phone rings, he does the ring across the screen and all See, that. The ring, just, because he wanted yeah. you to be, he it is easily. I have no complaints with how they had, um, changed it from comic book to movie, um, okay. or movie to comic book, because yeah. he really did immerse you and he put you. It just feels like Scott Pilgrim graphic novels, but in color, which is just so. I don't. I just. I'm obsessed with it, and I'm just. <sighs> yeah, it's fun. It's it's real fun. I mean. It, it, some of the the fight sequences and all that it's like it's it's to me uh it, it does some of that suffers from the same things that i don't like in certain comic book movies because you don't really i don't really feel like there's anything at stake so like the drama dramatic aspect with all the fights and all that i didn't care who was gonna win but you knew who was gonna win well, so I think it was Scott like could technically in theory be blown up to coins just like anybody else but we don't know yeah 
Right. But but that it was like that wasn't even the point though. The point was simply the 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 craziness and the humor and the and it was commenting on relationships, you know. Uh there was some social commentary in there. Um, so it was, I mean like we've all story. we've all gone through relationships. We've been dumped. Um some of us are more bitter than right. others. I personally am actually going to be joining a League of Evil Exes. I would love to participate in that. <laughs> yeah 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 the concept is really funny you know I, I, it's one of these movies where i feel like it's definitely comedy first like i would definitely call that a, even though it's got so many other elements it's got fantasy it's got uh you know sci-fi fantasy or whatever it's got the com literally comic book elements it's There's got music weird sequences it's got everything yeah. you want and, and and on the style of comedy, though, there's so many different styles of the comedy that we just went over, you know, all the different types and of comedy. I'm uh, so happy comedy. that you loved it because yeah, – Yeah, Or liked it at least. I don't freaking know. But. Yeah, I mean, I, if, I, if I had to be pinned down, I, I'd give it an 8 out of 10, which is – for me, that's a very good rating. That's you good because to I, me, it has – it's one of the few movies on my letterbox I have ranked 5 out of 5 stars. Um, yeah, so ten, 10 out of 10. Yeah, out yeah of I'd 10, give it yeah. like a four, four out of five. If you're doing out of five, I do four out of five, which is still really good. Yeah, I yeah. love, I just, there's, it It really checks off every box of everything that I look for in fun and entertainment because it's got that deadpan, right. but it's got lots of different like styles and genres in the way of it being comic book, but also video game, but also movie and also yeah. like and comic some of the references thing, uh, some of the references were real goofy like when he comes back to is the apartment and they do the Seinfeld bass but now 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 it's like it's a it's all of a sudden it's a Seinfeld show and they got the live audience well, there is no live it's audience it's almost like they're in our it's, it's kind of like they're in our universe somehow it's yeah, just a, yeah. because they also mentioned Amazon and they mentioned like cuz it's 2010 yeah. so they're like if you use this yeah. like the computer is kind of boxy and they yeah, the the concept of ordering things online is kind of new, and you know, yeah, I love also well, that the, they never explain the the hyper or uh, the subspace highways. They never explain like there's a thingy over here, and they go over to the thingy, and it's a door, and it just takes you to where they need to be for the next scene. And of course, that's what they do. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the editing is really interesting because there's there's where he's kind of in a daze for several scenes. And so he does, uh, Edgar Wright does the editing, the time. That's how they passing. cut through multiple graphic novels. Cause that's how they're getting. Through oh, them. cause there's six so that's, books. So. Okay. So that's taken from the graphic, but I mean, uh, a line of dialogue zooming through. It's like a line of dialogue was said in one scene. And then the answer to that line of dialogue is, is hours later yeah. in another scene. Yeah. It's very inter interesting how that was all put together. Uh, and it shows the passage of time, but it also shows that he's kind of sleepwalking through life almost during that point. You know, it's, it's, it's weird, right? You know, the uh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim characters being dragged through life or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I so. mean, I'll just, I'll never get over just everything in this movie makes me happy. Also, yeah, I mean, also there really are some, it. it also just has some jokes that are just so it, they're just blunt. Like, um, yeah. And stupid, like when Roxy, she's like, "You punch me in the boob, prepare to die." Like it's just, <laughs> it's just good. Yeah. And, then, and when she says, she <laughs> says she was a, I thought you were a lesbian, and she says, "No, I was just trying it out." And then she refers to you as a hasbian. That's pretty funny. Oh yeah. I thought she's like that line was fun. She's like, <laughs> and now I'm by <laughs> furious. <laughs> by furious, yeah. I mean, it's corny, but it's also funny. It's um, so good. But, but let, let me say, so uh, let's talk about. 
I think we talked about Scott Pilgrim enough, but we're not going to be able to talk about all these other movies. So I feel like we literally have to have another session. So let's get into, because I kind of wanted to get into this a little bit. We'll, we'll talk back and forth about it. Okay. Comedy comedy film subgenres. I, I didn't want to go, like with horror, we I, we did decade by decade. I don't, I didn't want to necessarily do that. That's a little too much. That's, Yeah. <laughs> But but comedy film subgenres. So there's there's a lot, and I kind of tried to group them, you know, with just really six different categories: uh, action, thriller, and then I just lumped in comic book, supernatural, horror, fantasy. But but maybe we could take out horror because I got horror down there. So really, comic book, supernatural, fantasy comedies, and there's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And then what I'm calling comedy with drama elements. So it's primarily a comedy. But it has drama in it, and that you know, and then drama with comedy output. No, hang on now. You put 2004's Napoleon Dynamite with comedy with drama. Okay, good. Wait, never mind. I had I thought you had put that with drama with comedy, and I was like, it is not that dramatic. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad you agree because Napoleon. Well, okay. Let me just let me just make this statement. I would say uh, all comedies. I don't care what it is. All comedies have drama elements in them even if it's not the point they all have drama elements in them however there are dramas that basically are devoid of humor and that that can be horror movies too yeah you know what i mean yeah you know what i'm saying those can be kind of boring yeah yeah and they can be you're right so the the point of having comedy in a drama is to sort of break it up well i sometimes struggle with a movie that only fits in one category because it's just so cut and dry like yeah i I agree variety yeah but to me it's very interesting that you had easy a and way way back um i would i could i could see you arguing that easy a is really comedy first then drama yes but I would say the way way back is, in my opinion, definitely drama first, and the comedy just kind of comes out of the drama. But to me, it's the point of the film is more drama than it is comedy. Would, would you agree with that? Or I not? can see that. Um, okay. Yes, but I but I also just find the the reason one of the reasons why it's so funny to me is the actor who plays the main boy. I don't even know what his name is. Yeah, I, I got him listed down here somewhere. Uh, well, <laughs> he's so the way he delivers his lines and the way he yeah. sets everything up, like he's just so monot. Like mo- his name is Liam James. He's so yeah, monotone and he's so yeah. just like bored and over everything. But right, but the situation yeah, he- he's in should be exciting. So I just find that really funny. Yeah, I agree with that. Like yeah, him he, as an he, actor, he, and also also Sam yeah. Rockwell is in it, and he plays a character who is also delivers his lines really funny. Yeah, and you know what? I I didn't even realize it was Sam Rockwell when I was watching it, and then I I, I, I realized I, I know this guy. Who is it? And I looked it up, and it's like Sam Rockwell. Which I'm kind of late to Sam Rockwell because really, my first introduction really to Sam Rockwell was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Which that was my first really because I, I met him there. I met him at a coffee shop in my town where they were filming. I walked into a coffee shop, and he was there, and. Um, I yeah. talked to him for a minute. Super nice guy. But also, anyway, yeah, the letter, uh, the thing about The Way Way Back is that it has Steve Carell and um, yeah. Maya Rudolph, who are both right. huge comedy names. But like you right. said, it is a very dramatic movie. And and Steve Carell's character is not funny at all. 
Yeah, he's a he's a jerk. He's terrible. <laughs> it's really interesting to see him play somebody that you hate. Yeah, we'll we'll get and talk about Way Way Back because I actually <laughs> wanted to talk specifically about the opening scene of Way Way Back because it's in the car, and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that. But 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 yeah, so comedy with drama, drama with comedy. <laughs> it's kind of funny, and then horror comedies, horror comedies, and to me, Ghostbusters is a horror comedy, even though it's really more comedy first than horror. You did you see I mean? the new? Did you see the new Ghostbusters movie? I own it now. I have not seen it, but I. <laughs> you know what? Again, I still buy hard media, and but what it is is if they put out a, a collection of something, I'll buy that before I buy the single movie. So they put out Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, and Ghostbusters Afterlife, the new one, in a triple combo <laughs> for like twenty bucks. So I went ahead and bought it because. I want to see Afterlife, and I thought, oh, good, I can get rid of my copy of Ghostbusters now and insert the three movies in the same size box. So I haven't, yeah. uh, I haven't seen it either, but I just like that you went ahead and bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't even watched it yet, but uh, yeah, Ghostbusters, Scream, scary movie, which we could talk about, scary movie, and the and that. <laughs> I only saw half franchise. of the first one because it's not good. It's I it's, did not finish it. No. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, you, you may be surprised by that, that I don't like it, because you go, but it's the same style as Airplane. It is the same style as Airplane, and guess what? The people behind Scary Movie, they don't get it as much. They don't understand the execution of those jokes, how to do them. Anyway, that's just my I opinion. guess I don't understand, because I thought it was just as bad, so I don't... Yeah, 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 I understand. You know what, though? I, you know what, though? I will say that uh, um, Scary Movie seemed to be... It was... it it, it felt like stupider without knowing Mm -hmm. so it did have a worse vibe yeah to me the scary movies a a lot of those uh people that have made they've taken the airplane style the david zucker jerry zucker jamie abrams well you'll hear those names a lot because i i love those guys and (laughs) you'll you'll hear those names they're like my friends yeah david zucker (laughs) is actually on twitter and whenever I, (laughs) i i i i at david zucker and i say either police squad or airplane. I make a reference to say still the greatest TV series of all time, still the greatest movie of all time. He'll always, he'll always make a comment or he'll like my, he like you know, so he oh is reading God. those comments, That's but he doesn't have many followers. I mean, David Zucker is not that famous anymore. You know, airplane came and went and that was 40 years ago. And he's got maybe 20,000 followers. I mean, you know, he's not a big super, which is cool because I can talk to him. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I mean, it's always good to yeah. kind of, to have connections almost or just little back and forth with something like that. It's always entertaining. Some of these newer celebrities, well, like, uh, you know, I don't know, Taylor Swift or any of these no, people that have see you. <laughs> 25 million followers. They're never even to see the comment that you make. Yeah. But, but someone like David Zucker, one of my comic heroes of all time talks to me. I'm just being funny. He doesn't really. <laughs> um, but anyways and then romantic comedy of course which they crank them out every year i, I say 10 or 20 there may be jennifer aniston jennifer aniston's cool. been in every single there you one go. there you go i still need to watch leprechaun with jennifer aniston i own leprechaun now i actually bought a box set of leprechaun combo <laughs> i saw it saw in the store like 10 no not 10 movies four movies i think the first four they made like 10 i think i don't know i it's crazy oh god straight straight to dvd you know I, I lost track after two or three i didn't even know they made more than that but um so okay so let's get into so we, we talked so action thriller oh well let's just go through these action thriller comedy so like lethal weapon beverly hills cop rush hour 
those are very the the buddy cop movies and 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 where they make them sort of comedy but with action and thriller those are very popular they've they've been popular for a long time have you seen any of those lethal weapon beverly hills cop or rush hour um no they're not because it's not really my not your genre i don't really care because it's always it's it's a lot of time like a cop like a cop thing or uh it's always just like some dude doing something he's got a gun and there's some money and a girl and she's hot you know it's kind (laughs) of it's not yeah not the most but those are those are considered i would call them comedies but they're they're sort of action thriller comedies well what is it like what 21 jump street was was like that people people love that movie yep yep i never saw that i never saw the I never saw the TV series either. It was originally a TV series. I didn't series. even know it was never... a TV series. But, but Beverly Hills Cop, of course, starred Eddie Murphy, which he went into the stratosphere with. He was already popular in Saturday Night Live. Then he made a movie called 48 Hours with Nick Nolte, and, but he was more supporting. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte was kind of the star. But then when he made Beverly Hills Cop in 1984, he, he, he was like the number one, regardless of race or anything, he was the number one basically movie star at well that i know time. him you know. from haunted mansion and dr doolittle yeah. so <laughs> there you go yeah 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 that's much later period eddie murphy By I know. The time oh you know what those are comedies was, i yeah. watched when i was a kid uh dr doolittle yeah. i loved Dr. anything with talking animals i loved well dr doolittle that was a remake though you know the original was way back in the 60s yeah now they've redone but, it again uh, with uh iron man what's his what's his face uh rubber oh yeah that's funny. They just, they run out of ideas. Well, well it, part of it is I got $200 million. I want to spend it on a movie. Well, I'm not going to let you spend that on something that no one's ever seen before. Let's, let's make it on something that's got a built-in audience that maybe we can recoup some of our money. Unfortunately, that's the way Hollywood thinks, right? I will not rest until we get a female Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> there you go. Well, Equality yeah. for the for- Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, Dr. Doolittle, which you automatically assume it's a man, but yeah, I'd watch that. A female <laughs> Dr. Doolittle. There you go. <laughs> oh, you know what else? Yeah. I, speaking of, uh, this is just, this is considered a comedy. I just watched uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space the other night. Oh, yeah, you texted me about that. That was so bad, but I wouldn't change a yeah. thing about it. Right. It was like so bad it was good. It was, yeah, it was right. so stupid. Yeah. I'll watch it again just to laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it last year, but honestly, I don't don't remember. You should go back and watch it. It is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's no sound mixing. The acting is terrible. There's no main character. Oh, Oh, it's great. Oh, so like the sound mixing is bad. Like Like it's in between scene cuts. Like there'll be like a laser sound, and it just it just does it just abruptly. Yeah, it's so weird. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I actually saw a comedy. I forgot to tell you this. I saw a comedy last year. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but but they literally had a scene where they were supposed to do CG, and and instead of doing the CG, it just had a block that said <gasps> CG to be inserted here, and 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 when the director, you know, he 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 ran the film prior to post production being done for an audience, and that that scene got such a huge laugh. He thought, you know what? I'm not going to spend the extra money to finish it. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> what movie is that? Uh, I I can't remember. You'll have to find that out because that sounds hilarious. I'll find that. Yeah, because it, it actually was very funny in the movie. Well, that's kind of like the beginning of Monty Python almost, the very intro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's something Monty Python would do because well, we don't have a budget, but we'll make a big laugh by basically, yeah, yeah, the horses that are, that are they're basically just clapping coconut shells together well, i'm to also make, talking about in the pretend- very beginning they're like 
the person oh. who didn't run subtitles here was just fired. Like it, it pretended like it didn't have the stuff ready exactly. to go. The, yeah, yeah. The sub well, the subtitles they are the, the no, sorry the the opening titles sequence just kept changing. Yeah. They kept changing the background, different style. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It, yeah. Anyways, um, nah, CGI. So com- insert CGI so, here. Yeah, yeah, and it was funny. That's uh, so anyways, funny. comic books. I'd laugh at that. Comic books, supernatural, fantasy, comedy. So I put Scott Pilgrim into that, obviously. Yeah. And Bill and Ted and Ghostbusters has got some of that. And then superhero movies basically are fantasy comedies, you know. Yeah, there are always funny moments and they always put little jokes in there. Especially Marvel movies. But you know what? It's just it's become such a thing. I, I guess I just that's why I really I'm starting to really like the superhero movies that are taking themselves more seriously. They just seem DC. to be bet, better films. Yeah, well, even Marvel's made some, you know, and, and they'll probably make more. But why does every comic book movie have to be a comedy? I mean, I guess because it was originally in comic book form, which lends itself that drawing and the animated type draw the drawing tends to be funnier, you know, so. Mm-hmm. People, I guess it also could be it. Just the colors and stuff seems costumes could seem childish, so it kind of just leans more yeah. into there. But I do, I do like whenever superhero movies try to be more serious. Like I did like that about Batman. I just felt like it might have been reaching at moments to try and be so serious that I kind of right. was like, hee hee. And then when I say comedy with drama versus drama with comedy, and what I mean by that is that the if it's comedy with drama, that means the point of the movie is really comedy to make you laugh. But it has to have some dramatic elements because all comedies have some kind of drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Story, in other words, story. Um, so, but you, Napoleon Dynamite, are you a fan of Napoleon Dynamite? Yet again, if I were just to see it on my own, I don't think I would like it. But I oh, have, I mean, okay. maybe I would, but I kind of am putting it in this, like, uh, what's that one? Oh, no, I don't remember. There's one my, my family really likes that I cannot stand. Um, Joe Dirt. We watched recently. Oh, we watched recently oh, and I couldn't Joe stand Dirt. it. My family loves it, but I had never seen it before. But anyways, okay. yeah, I love Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Um, I've, we watch it like once a year. <laughs> My sister has been to their house when she was on tour. She oh. went to the Napoleon Dynamite house, oh, cool. yeah. But you can't go there, well, really, because people live there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that movie is... I'd say it's one of the top ten comedies of the last 25 years. It is that you good. You put Nacho Libre in the, same, in the same thing. See, and I never saw... And that was... Uh, that, oh, Nacho Libre. That wasn't Jack That's Jack Black. That was, um, Jack Black, yeah. I never saw it. You would saw it. love so Nacho that- Libre. I love Nacho oh, Libre. Okay. Okay. It's such a good. I, like, I need to watch Dungeon Libre again. <laughs> okay, I like Jack Black, but I guess I've seen things where he's not always that funny. But School of Rock, I loved. Um, I actually do love the... Jack Black. I think. I oh, well, I yeah, like something like uh, Gulliver's Travel. I thought was so stupid, but like, um, yeah, that was a classic of, story. School of Rock <laughs> is good. I liked him in the little Goosebumps yeah. remake. Um. But him and Nacho Libre is great. Okay, I need to see that. So, do you ever see these two older movies? Well, probably not The Apartment. Do you ever see The Apartment from 1960? 61? Mm, no. 61, I guess. <laughs> the Apartment. Yeah, it's it's a dr- comedy. To me, it's a comedy, but with dramatic elements. And then uh, Animal House, which was the it's the classic college frat movie. Yeah, I've heard of that a lot from men. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's uh, to me, it's still funny, you know. But it is. 
more traditional comedy, in other words, it's comedy, like it's trying to get you to laugh first. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all of my, to me, my six comedies are all about the laugh. You yeah, know I, I mean? can tell. <laughs> Whether it's successful or not is one thing, but whereas drama with drama with comedy elements, to me, the drama is kind of written first and the comedy is just sort of comes out of the drama, you know? Yeah. Which those are good movies too. I mean, it just all depends on, on the, uh, the director and what they're trying to, to do with it. Um, and then of course horror, right? We got we all the horror comedies. There's so many, but there is one that I, I keep spelling out in a couple of places in these notes. I want you to see. You probably won't like it, <laughs> but <laughs> it's in that same style as Airplane and all that. But it's Mickey Rose who worked with um, Woody Allen. But uh, he did a movie in 1981 called Student Bodies. <laughs> that's it's a Student Bodies. It's a slasher spoof. It's the very first one that's ever that's ever been made because there was really no horror comedies about slashers prior to that. You know, that was the earliest one. And to me, it's really funny. It's very cheaply made though. So maybe I haven't seen it in a while. So maybe I wouldn't find it as funny, but poster is very um, Jennifer's body. Oh, you look up student bodies. Yeah, I'm looking at it on letterbox. Oh, the poster looks more like kind of like Jennifer's body. Yeah. It's like this school girl, but she's oh, dead okay. propped up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I that's, probably well, that's would like it. it or, yeah. I mean, it's a slasher. It's a slash, but it's it's all about the jokes, though. So it's yeah. it's 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 got a little of that absurd surrealist humor that airplane the airplane guys. But it's done well because it's Mickey Rose who he, he co-wrote "Take the Money and Run." So it's got a little bit of that type of style to me. <laughs> yeah. Although it's not it's not mockumentary, which we'll get into that. But and then of course romantic comedy. So that's the subgenres. And then let's go into here's where we go. Comedy types, categories of films, right? We'll go through some of these real fast. Okay. Uh, anarchic comedy. So uh, anarchic comedy. An anarchic comedy, anarchy, you know, anarchy, is random or stream of consciousness type of humor that often lampoons a form of authority. Which I, I would say there's a little of that in Jojo Rabbit, but Jojo Rabbit's more satire. Mm -hmm. But just where things are just out of control. Like characters end up going crazy, you know, which is a lot of the movies that I like. And I did say Edgar Wright. Yeah, Edgar Wright has some of that in some like, well, to me, Scott Pilgrim versus the world has a little of the anarchic style because it's just all of a sudden out of nowhere, the fantasy elements come in. Right. And it doesn't even it and does. I, what I love about it, too, is that it never explains yeah. itself. It just is. And you have to accept exactly. it. I love it. I love it. so Perfect. Much. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, like, don't explain it. Just, just put it in weird. there. Like, like how, he, yeah. how is yeah, he yeah. just skinny little Michael Sarah, but he, he's able to wield a ninja sword and, you know, kill a bunch of yeah. henchmen. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. He just did. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's bathroom gross out, <laughs> bathroom gross out comedy. God. Okay. Which... The first one that comes to mind, did you ever see, um, what was it called? Snatch. I think it was called Snatch. Or I heard of it. I've heard of it. God, Snatch, there's I've this one it. scene where this guy, it's on my hundred best movies of ever poster or whatever. And um, I didn't okay. really like the movie. So I don't know best movies to who, but there's a scene where yeah, yeah. a character fully dives into like a, a, a toilet full of just poop. Um, oh, and I wow. was That's... so, it was so disgusting. I Googled it. Luckily it was just pudding yeah. and stuff, but it looked so bad. Okay. And it's got to be one of the most notoriously gross bathroom scenes. I'm shocked you haven't seen it. Um, it was funny. horrible. Yeah, it was yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. 
I, I don't necessarily pursue that style of comedy. No, like, I did not me, like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That those ones that I list there, the only one. So Porky's from 1982. I, I didn't think that it was very that really that funny. There is one funny scene in Porky's though. Okay. That I remember, which I, I list later. In Porky's, they go to a bowling alley or something, or no, I don't even know. For some reason, I'm thinking bowling alley, but it might have just been a department store. And they do the classic. This is the first time I'd ever heard this word in a movie, actually. They go to the front desk and they say, we're looking for our friend. Uh, he's somewhere here, but can you pay? This is, of course, way before cell phones, right? So stores would page people, right? Have them come to the front. And so they asked the lady, uh, I think it was an older lady. Could you please, please page uh, our friend, Mike Hunt? Mike Hunt. You know, have you ever heard, heard this joke? So so this is the funniest scene in Porky's. And it's the first time I, I knew that word, but I'd never heard it before, like in a, in a movie. And and the guys would just crack it. That is, that is, I'm pretty sure that's the scene in Porky's. But the lady, she keeps saying it. She goes, is Mike, is Mike Hunt here? Mike Hunt. My cunt, you're you're being paged. I listen My that cunt. I do I do like that kind of wordplay. <laughs> that to me is funny. As I remember, that scene is in Porky's. I might be wrong. Maybe that scene is in a different movie, but I remember it being at Porky's. Well, there's, that's in Anyways. a lot of stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I that's a very examples, but. <laughs> that's the classic name that you want to have paged. You know, when you want to have that name be said out, out loud. Anyways, but. Uh, I can't believe I cussed on our podcast. I'm I'm, I'm usually clean. No, I was saying Mike. Michael Hunt is what I was trying to say. <laughs> I usually am the one. I'll Anyways. say some <laughs> profanities, but I'll have to I'll have to flag it as explicit. <laughs> there you go. But, but but of these four movies, really, oh, actually, I never saw American Pie, but I have a feeling my I parents like it. love American Pie. I did not see it. Okay, I I maybe I would like it. Um, I think your 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 parents probably are a little more open-minded about laughing at things that maybe oh, they I love, wouldn't. They love some of the dumbest movies you'll ever see. In their, but, God. But I I love what would be called dumb movies, I no, guess. But like, but, but uh, like something like, for know. example, they collectively, like the other couple months ago, they had a family movie night that I did not part. Actually, I was forced to watch it. Joe Dirt. Right. Like I said, okay, they okay. actively yeah. love and quote Joe Dirt, but I cannot find it funny. It is the dumbest thing ah. ever made. It's so stupid. It's ugly. Yeah. And it's bad. <laughs> I, I think I remember liking it somewhat. I remember it's David Spade, right, from Saturday Night Live, yeah. and he plays the guy. He's got a um, like a Billy Ray old Billy he's Ray Cyrus type haircut because his wig was like yeah, yeah. used onto his head. It's just so stupid. I hate it. I didn't talk yeah. about it. it. Makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, I I think I liked it, but maybe I didn't love it. I don't oh, know. But um, all of a sudden, popped in my head one of my favorite horror comedies, Gremlins. Oh, that's yeah, that's got some gross out comedy in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you're saying horror too, yeah? Horror, horror comedies, comedy. Gremlins. Yeah, actually, horror comedies tend to also have the gross out aspect. Well, I wouldn't consider <laughs> you know, it gross it, until the well, you know, you do see a gremlin get blended into a thing, but that was good. Microwave gremlins that blender. <laughs> um, I, I got. I did watch the second one, and that one was just a purely. It was purely comedy, and I hated it. Now I'm editing, um, doing our outro and post because Steve and I have a bad tendency to just keep on talking um, for like hours. So splitting the episode up. Sorry if the ending is a bit abrupt, but it'll continue on next week when I upload part two. Um, So remember to check that out. We'll post about it on the Film Theorists podcast Instagram. That's Steve Runs. Um, 
make sure to follow that. Feel free to send us some um, comments and hate or anything you feel the need that you want to do. Um, and I want to thank you guys for watching. That's pretty cool. If you made it this far, if you didn't, you know, that's fine, I guess. Uh, um, oh, you probably noticed our new transition sound and it's uh from my very own sister's newest album fool's gold and it's from the final song in the album hills of mexico and if you want to listen to that some more you can look up almo russ on spotify or wherever you listen to music but um yeah thank you guys for listening and be sure to tune in next week uh for part two 